Mama, it is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mamas Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence-based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned as you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the App Store. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Dog Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full-time pediatrician and a full-time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc Podcast. I'm happy to have you here with me today. It's just me, Dr. Whitney, today, and we are chatting about probably one of the most fundamental shifts in my thinking that I made about three years ago that really allowed me a lot of internal freedom and made it so that I wasn't so miserable all the time, to be perfectly honest. A lot of you know that my daughter, McKenna, was recently diagnosed with autism. And if you want to hear more about that journey, you can go back and listen to the podcast where I talked about how everything that's quote unquote wrong with your kids is not your fault. And about me grappling with how I really actually you know, was hoping that her diagnosis with autism was true because I felt like that really showed that it was about the way she was wired and not the way that I was parenting that was kind of to blame for who she is and how she is. And I think as moms, we put so much guilt and shame on ourselves about how our kids are, that that's all our fault. And we know that that's not true, that there are so many different factors that influence who they become and who they are. So today I want to talk about one important piece of that journey, which has been really powerful for me, and that is the topic of radical acceptance. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of radical acceptance. It's a really well-researched component of what's called dialectical behavioral therapy or DBT, if you guys ever heard of that, which psychologists use all the time. And it's developed by the psychologist Marsha Linehan. And a lot of people know this term. If you haven't heard of it, or if you have heard of it, you know it maybe from this book that was out there called Radical Acceptance. And it's by a meditation teacher, psychologist, and podcast host, Tara Brock. So radical acceptance means recognizing your emotional or physical distress. And this could be like around little issues, like you're stuck in traffic, or this could be like really big issues, like 
you have someone who was just diagnosed with diabetes or anything else that's a major illness or issue and wholeheartedly practicing acceptance. And that definition I got from a New York Times article by Jenny Tates, T-A-I-T-Z, who talked about radical acceptance and how important it is in the pandemic and how important it is to, to basically surviving a pandemic. And I want to differentiate for you. So accepting the things that happen in our lives is not the same as deciding, like, I'm just going to feel bad, right? It actually helps us when we accept how things are to manage our emotions and to deal with the emotions that we have about circumstances so that we can move through them and not feel bad all the time. I'm going to give you a very concrete example today from my own life. So this past week, we were so blessed that we got to get tickets to go to Hamilton and it was coming to Portland and my whole family went. So me and my husband and McKenna, my oldest and my youngest daughter. Okay. So we got the tickets a while back. My husband actually got them and he was so excited about it. I think he got them like, I don't know, six months ago, seven months ago. We've been waiting. We thought maybe we wouldn't be able to go before. Scott and I had both seen Hamilton previously and we loved it and knew that our kids would love it too. And so we got tickets and our kids have listened to the soundtrack over and over and over again. Like we're into it. So it came to the time when we were going to decide like how the day is going to go was a matinee show. And McKenna the day before was like, I don't think I want to go. She's like, or if I do go, could I wear headphones and listen to like other music? Or could I bring an iPad and play with my iPad during the presentation of Hamilton? And of course we're like, absolutely freaking not. If you're going to go to Hamilton with us, that means that you are going to need to like pay attention, sit there, be quiet like everybody else. You're capable of being there in the theater. Okay. And if you don't want to do that, then your option is to go hang out with Mimi, with my mom for the day. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I'd rather just go. We said, okay. My husband's like, it's going to suck with her there because she's going to be like whining the whole time and not wanting to be in there. I said, okay, but I gave her the option. So if she is that way that we have to decide, are we willing to take that chance or not? Okay. So that was like number one thing we had to kind of deal with. Number two, my youngest daughter, Maria, has been dealing with this horrible, like six week, like lung disease where she doesn't have COVID, but she's just had a cold like everybody else has recently where it's just been prolonged going on and on and on and on. And so all of a sudden, of course, on the day that we're supposed to go to Hamilton, it got worse and she's been tested for COVID. She doesn't have COVID, but of course right now, like being in a theater with a cough is like not the best thing. And it literally like got worse basically the minute that we arrived at Hamilton. So my daughter, McKenna, my oldest, she's finally was like, you know what? I actually do want to go. I want to go to Hamilton. We're like, okay, you're not bringing an iPad. You're not bringing other headphones. You're just going to sit there. She's like, okay, I'm going to do it. My youngest daughter, all of a sudden, like an hour before we're going to go, she started having a coughing fit. I thought, well, it'll probably pass. My husband, I could see that he's getting like nervous. Scott's getting nervous about us taking our kids to the show and it might not go well. And I looked him in the eyes and I said, can we decide that no matter what happens today, we're going to be okay? Can we decide 
it's actually not going to be perfect. Can we decide our family is not like the quintessential family that dresses up in frocks and goes to like the theater and was like, <laughs> you know, like prim and proper. And we're going to show up and be like the best theater goers out there, audience members ever like that. It might be a little messy. We might have to leave. It might be that we have to change course during the middle of it. And can we decide that we're actually going to have like a great time no matter what, no matter how it ends up, it's going to have been okay. We're going to accept, have some radical acceptance around the fact that our daughter who's older might have to be conjoled a little bit to go there, but then is potentially going to love it or that she might get so overstimulated that she hates it and that we have to leave. Can we have radical acceptance around the fact that we have a young child who can get sick more easily because she's, you know, like swapping snot with people like young kids do and that maybe one of us will have to leave with her. You know how like in high school you could join different clubs depending on your interests or things people were into? I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable. And it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives. We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila, welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you, 24 access to our video library, live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com. And that is like a small example. We did go My youngest did have to leave about 25% quarter of the way through the performance. My husband left with her into the lobby. My older daughter and I tried to like swap out and have it be that I would go home with my younger daughter and he would stay with McKenna, but he'd already left. So McKenna and I sat there and enjoyed the show and my younger daughter went and got like a shave ice. (laughs) She ended up having a coughing thing. She had a spasm. She couldn't handle it. That is a, such a small example of how radical acceptance can look as a parent, but I think it's a really common one. Like how many times have things not gone the way that you wanted them to on a family vacation? How many times has it been that, you know, your kid didn't act the way that you hoped they would on a play date? How many times has it been that you're not able to have as much free time as you want as a young mom, as like the mother of a newborn baby? How many times have you sat there wistful for how you wish life could be instead of really leaning into the reality of what your life is? I will tell you that part of this autism diagnosis freedom for me with McKenna 
has been instead of me really looking for ways to make her better or, you know, quote unquote, okay, air quotes. I don't think anybody needs to be better if they have autism. So please don't come at me with that. But instead of looking for ways to like help her be in a different way or looking for ways to make it so that we have a more like quote unquote normal existence, I'm really taking a step back and getting real with my feelings. So using some mindful compassion to get real with my feelings about, yep, things aren't the way I imagine them. Yep. My life's not going exactly on the path that I thought it would. I never thought I would have a kid who would be so high needs. I never thought that I would have to deal with someone who's having major tantrums at the age of eight and a half years old. You know, I thought that that would be done and it's not. But the more I fight it, the harder it ends up being actually inside. The more I lean into accepting this is my life, this is who she is, this is who I am, and then what do I need in light of that? How do I feel? How do I need to deal with my very real emotions around that when I'm embarrassed, when I feel sad, when I'm disappointed? The happier I end up being on the other side, the more at peace I am on the other side. So if you are in a family situation that's not how you expected it to be, if you are dealing with a kid who maybe is differently wired in a way that you did not think you would have to deal with, if your kids are at a developmental stage or in just a season of life that's like icky and all you can think about is getting out of it, like that's okay to want that, but it's going to help you more to dig into it, to sink into it, to be like, okay, here I am, now what? And that has made me so much less reactive over the years and so much more responsive actually to their needs and to my needs. So instead of me like having destructive behaviors around what's going on for me and my family, I've been able to find way more real solutions that will actually help them and me. I'm able to do things that in the long term will give me the energy and the rest that I need. I'm able to more effectively say, oh, this is a moment where I need to step away. Like I gotta gotta get out of here for a second. Tag, I'm out. Somebody else needs to be like the regulator in chief in this house for a second, right? So instead of me being like, oh, why is everybody always this way? I can say, oh, we're this way again. Okay, what can I do to take care of myself in this moment? I want to invite you to learn more about radical acceptance and to practice it. It is so freaking powerful. It's so powerful when you stop fighting against the reality of your life and when you start accepting what it is and how it's like amazing and beautiful. My life is amazing and beautiful. It's so different than I thought it would be. It's amazing and beautiful. Till next time, Mama. Hey, Mama. If you want more of the Modern Mommy Dog podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. 
We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag modern mommy doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.